the book of Revelation, chapter 3 and verse 14. The Bible says, And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot, I would that I would thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thine eyes with eye salve that thou mayest see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh, I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and sat down with my Father in His throne. He that hath an ear to hear, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. You may be seated. Father, good God in heaven, Lord, as we humbly bow in Thy presence this hour. Father, we need You this morning. Father, we know this morning, God, and You know this morning, that we're out of our comfort zone, God. This is not what we've studied. This is not, dear Lord God, what has been prepared but, Father, I believe this morning this is where you have led me. Father, we ask you to guide, ask you to lead. And, Father, we ask you this morning to have your way. I pray this day, dear God, that you speak to us, Lord. I pray, dear God, Lord, you'd help us, Father, to hear your voice. We love you. We thank you. We give you glory and we give you honor. And we give you praise. In the lovely name of Jesus, together the church says... Amen and amen. Now, we know that uh, there's a whole lot of word, there's a whole lot of preaching here in this uh, verse, this chapter of Scripture this morning, but we want this morning to look at verse number 20 specifically. And let me just say this morning, I've heard it taken out of context. Let's understand that context of Scripture is the king. Let me explain what I mean by that. Sometimes if we're not careful, we can make a scripture say whatever we want it to say by taking it out of context. You understand what I'm saying? I could say, Brother Booney, I, I could just simply say, Booney, I love you. And you take that out of context somewhere down the road and you can say, well, that preacher's a homosexual. But the context is, Brother Booney, I love you in the Lord. Boy, I lost half of you, didn't I? Well, let's move on. I, I, I could, well, help me, Lord. Understand this morning that the context of the Scripture, the geographic, Brother Jeff, the geographic location 
is important when we read the Word of God. The time period is important when we read the Word of God. We need to understand the context of this Scripture this morning. We've heard this verse of Scripture preached and taught upon. We've heard this text this morning out of verse number 20 speak that He's speaking to the lost person, that He's speaking to the sinner, but that's not who He's speaking to. He's speaking to the church. <laughs> well, what do you mean, preacher, He's speaking to the church? Well, let's look this morning. He tells us in verse number 14, And unto the angel of the church of Laodicea, the, uh, write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of creation uh, of God. Uh, he said, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold uh, nor hot. Uh, I would uh, that thou art cold or hot, so then because thou art uh, lukewarm uh, and neither cold nor hot, uh, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Preacher, what are you talking about this morning? Uh, and the scripture says this morning, uh, if any man love God, uh, the same shall be known of him. Uh, if you are a Christian, uh, men and women ought to be able to look at your life uh, and say that is something different about that person. Uh, they don't act like the world. Uh, they don't talk like the world. Uh, they don't run around with the world. Uh, they are evidently different uh, because God made a change uh, in their life. Jesus speaking here, uh, He is the Amen. He is the I Am. He is the true and faithful witness. Amen. Uh, he spoke uh, and He said, I know thy works, uh, that thou art neither hot uh, nor cold, uh, and because thou art lukewarm, uh, I will spew thee uh, out of my mouth. Uh, preach, why are you telling us that? Uh, because if we're not careful, uh, we can become lukewarm. Uh, we can be guilty uh, of just going through the motions. Uh, barely, 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 I row my boat. Uh, and do you realize this morning uh, it takes more than rowing your boat uh, to get to glory? Uh, you realize this morning, amen, uh, you've got to encourage the captain on. Uh, you've got to encourage one another on. Uh, sometimes we'll feel like laying our oar down uh, and let somebody pick up the slack. Uh, but we've got a work to do. Uh, honey, we've got a glory. Uh, we've got a home to go to. Now look at this scripture. We'll not be long before you, but look at this scripture in verse number 20. Lord, I'd love to preach this whole chapter this morning, but the Lord's got me in verse 20. I want you to look at this. Again, speak this again this morning. He's talking to the church. He's talking to the Christian. He's talking to the one that's been saved by grace through faith, not of their own selves. It is the gift of God. He's talking to the one that has been blood bought, born again. He said, Behold, I stand at the door. And if any man hear my voice, when I read, the, I, I hadn't even read this this week. I was earlier this week, and the Lord gave me this verse, and I was just thinking, all right, Lord, well, why did you show me that? And I just took it in, Brother Ricky. I just took it in and thought about it for maybe 15, 20 minutes, and the Lord took it back from me, and I got to studying on where I thought I was going. And this morning, laying down there on the altar, the Lord brought back to my mind, I want you to think about this. He said, I, he said Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Hey, look at this. He said, If any man hear my voice, I wonder why he didn't say, If any man hear my knock. 
some of the best teachers, Brother Ricky, I'm not trying to embarrass you, but some of the best teachers in the world we get to listen to. And you know what's happened? The whole time, the whole time, God's just knocking. God's just knocking. He did not say, Behold, if any man hear my knock. But what happens whenever you hear somebody at the door standing knock? The first thing you say is, Who is it? But we've gotten into a complacency. We don't even say who it is, who is it anymore. We just had to knock. And before long, we've become immune to hearing the knock. Before long, we've gotten so used to, well, if I quit rowing my boat, somebody else is going to pick up the slack. If I quit rowing my boat, well, they've got it covered. If I quit rowing my well, preacher, he's got the services covered. Ain't no way, Lord, you need me to stand and sing. Ain't no way, Lord, you need me to stand and give a word of testimony. They've been piled up already this morning. Ain't no way, Lord, you need me to stand and sing. They've got the singer scheduled. Hey, can I tell you this morning, God's a-knocking. And you realize this morning the reason God's a-knocking, He's trying to get somebody's attention. And the reason He's trying to get our attention is so we'll listen to the voice of God. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He said, If any man hear my voice. Oh, I like this. Do you realize this morning he did not say, as we've already said before, he did not say, If any man hear my knock and open the door. Hey, how many of you know this morning, honey, that when we hear the knock, we ought to ask who it is? Well, there's a lot of us, honey, that have opened the door, honey, to strange things. There's a lot of us, honey, that have opened the door, honey, to this new modern worship. There's a lot of us. Amen, Neil. There's a lot of us, honey, that have opened the door, honey, to other versions of the Bible. There's a lot of us, honey, that have opened the door, honey, to being comfortable sitting home or watching Facebook. Amen. Honey, there's a lot of us. He don't like me. There's a lot of us. Brother Ezra, I didn't think it was scary. I mean, his eyes got that big. He said, oh, man. How many of you realize this morning? He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice 
he was teaching on. He will let you have control. But the best thing we can do is say, Here am I, Lord. The Bible teaches this morning that as Elijah was tucked there in the 19th chapter of the book of 1 Kings, he was tucked there in the cave that the fire came, the earthquake came, the wind came, and the fire came, but the Lord was not in those things. The Lord was not in the wind. You know what that was? He was knocking. When the wind got done, amen, then the fire came. You know what the Lord was doing? Just trying to get His attention. Then after the wind, after the fire, a still, small voice. I'm going to read this to you. 19th chapter. 19th chapter of the book of 1 Kings. If you want to go there, you go there. If not, you can sit and be read to. Amen. And after the earthquake of fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. Watch this, church. I'm going to give you a question. He said, and it was so. When Elijah, and by the way, Elijah, thank God, was one of the greatest prophets that had ever been alive. Amen. The apostle, or the uh, uh, John the Baptist, he came in the spirit of Elijah. Amen. And it was so when Elijah heard it, that, look at this statement, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering of the cave. And behold, there came a voice, there's the voice of God, unto him and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? Preacher, why are you showing us this? I want to ask you this question. The Bible teaches that Elijah, whenever he heard the faith, the voice of God, he took the mantle and he wrapped his face with it. Had he laid it down? What do you mean? Do you remember? He took his mantle and he smote the water and the water divided. Do you remember whenever that the fight that the chariot of fire came and took Elijah, his mantle was left behind, and Elisha grabbed the mantle and had the power of Elijah and the miracles that Elisha did was because he was the man of God and he had the power of the man of God, but the mantle represented his power, but had he laid it down? Well, let me ask you, church, have you laid down the power that you had with God? I mean, has there been a time that you've just gotten used to going through the motion through this Facebook church? Have you gotten used to going through the motion through this pandemic? You said, preacher, it's getting off quiet. That's called God's doing business. Do you realize this morning that Elijah, whenever that God was knocking, whenever God was getting his attention and he heard the voice of God, the first thing he did was he picked the back up. Oh, that God's people would pick up their cross. Do you know, amen, do you realize this morning that there's no power in your life unless you've had an experience with the cross? Thank God He paid a way for you and I to go 
entire pandemic he's been knocking he's been knocking when we were only allowed to have ten people he's been knocking when we were only allowed to have a group of five amen he's been knocking when we had to go completely on line to have church he's been knocking yes He's been knocking whenever thousands upon thousands have been dying. He's been knocking the whole time that your family's been going through a battle. He's been knocking the whole time, honey, that you've been going through a storm. And if you'll listen, the knocks are getting louder. He's trying to get our attention because one day with the last trump of God, it's going to sound and we're going to hear the voice of God call one more time. He's knocking to get your attention. 